This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're listening to the Laugh Button Podcast on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Laugh Button Podcast, it's happening right now and also right now. Right here on the Ryecast Network, my name is Mark Seaman. His is not. It's Matt Kleinschmidt. I didn't realize you have two dimples in your face. I do. I do. They're uh, they're they're big ones too. Like those aren't something yeah. to mess with. Those are like the black holes of dimples. I have uh, I have nice dimples, and depending on my level of fat, you either see one or two. <laughs> Wait, on the same side or <laughs> no, no, one on each side. You know, I got I got lefty and I got righty. Okay, yeah. So but have you always had those? Like, yes. Since you're, okay. And here's the thing: righty is actually the one on the left, right? And lefty is actually the one on the right. Weird. Yeah, okay. it's kind of like calling like Big Jim someone Big Jim, and they're like. You know, five yeah. foot one. Super tiny. Gotcha. Yeah, I got righty and lefty. <laughs> uh, but yes, that's exactly what's going on. All right. Well, we have a very exciting week slash podcast yeah. slash everything yeah. going on here at the Laugh Button. Uh, let's start with this. Very excited to be uh, hosting Sal from Impractical Jokers on this podcast. who will be our special Fuck guest. Day, Sal Volcano. Yes. Not to be confused with Sal Volcano. They're two different dudes. That guy's a real dude. No. <laughs> I mean, no, there's Sal Volcano and Sal. Well, Sal Volcano, if I were to venture a guess, is Sal Volcano's alter ego that, when he gets drunk. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm like, thinking this like, is some Marvel DC yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. going it's on like, here. It's like his secret identity. Sal it's his Volcano. Mis- it's his Mr. Hyde <laughs> to his Dr. Jekyll. So his lava would then be the throw up, I guess. Sure. Which would, yeah, yeah. yeah. His, I, his think, I think that, that plays out this analogy fully. Uh, okay, so yes. that's done. That's yeah. put to bed. Yeah, it's like to have Sal on the show. Love Sal, love Impractical Jokers. Big fans. We geek out a little bit, so it should be a good time. Yeah, it's going to be a great time. So stay tuned for that. Uh, also, last night, uh, technically two nights ago, when yeah, you buddy. hear this, we had our Laugh Button Live comedy show at the stand here in New York City. Yeah, buddy. A great lineup. It was awesome. Packed show. Uh, it was like a um, quintessential, I want to say it's like a quintessential New York Tuesday night show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meaning would, it was would, really good, but yeah. the vibe was like New York nitty gritty. Oh yeah, do, yeah, do yeah. you know what I'm trying dude, to say here, dude? Dude, people that go out and see comedy. For the way, by the way, I got a cramp in my leg. Ow! From from what? Whoa! From being, James Brown just showed up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> Living that with a hernia. No, that's no, not weird. That's weird. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, it was because like, listen, the people that come out on Tuesday night on a comedy show, mm-hmm. there's either. They're either diehard comedy fans, mm-hmm. or there's something wrong. Or with they're them. Canadian. Or there's something wrong with them. Or they're Canadian. Right, a lot night. of Canadians. In the or crowd they're from last San Diego. Time. There was a San Diego dude there too. No, it was uh, it was awesome. Like, Wait, I, San Diego was in air quotes. Let's be real about it. Oh, that's it. right. That's right. He's originally from San. Actually, originally from, from Mexico. From Mexico. San Diego, we we don't know how he's here. Yeah, why there was he's a guy here. in the audience. Everyone kept <laughs> asking about his Mexican origins. Um, 
Yeah, it was a good show, man. Like great it, show. It was a great show. Like like Derek Gaines was hosting, and he was like high energy, just fresh off of Cabo mm -hmm. with his buddy Monroe Martin, who actually dropped in for us too because we had a cancellation. And uh, yeah, I mean, like it was just some guys trying out new material, some guys doing some crowd work, like just really just kind of on point. And the crowd was, you know, the crowd was in it. Then they were out of it. Then they were in it. Then they're out of it. Yes, yeah, which I love. You know, mm -hmm. I think that's great. So, uh, so super huge, like huge thank yous to the stand for hosting. Yeah, huge thank you to the stand. We put it on as part of New York Super Week, which mm -hmm. is our second time doing that. Last year, we did New York Super Week as well, which is basically a week of pop culture events that lead into New York Comic Con, which is this weekend, which we'll be, have our hands all in as well. So it was a really cool kind of ramp up to the week. So all week long in New York City, you should go to NewYorkSuperWeek.com and you can see live podcast taping, live stand-up, pop culture shows, you know, pretty much anything that you can think of pop culture. They have a bunch of activities going on around the city, so it's a good thing to... If you're coming to Comic-Con, change your flights now and come in a day or two early for New York Super Week. Yeah, if, if that's even a possibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so uh, do it. We here at the Lap Button uh, saved you a little bit of time. Uh, we put together the essential guide to comedy oh, yeah, yeah, at New York Comic-Con slash Super Week. There's a ton of it. There is... Uh, look... Comedy is front and center now. Yeah. Period. 100%. In the pop culture game, in the podcasting game, yeah. and television, and film. Comedy, is, to me, is like number one. Yeah. Yeah. The Walking Dead, and love that show. And, and Empire. Empire. The, the all great shit. Well, Empire is kind of, would you say it's a, no, it's a drama. No, it's a drama. Okay. It's so, a drama. What I'm trying to say here is, when I was putting together this article, I, I, I wound up almost... Uh, let's say not including a handful of things versus collecting a whole bunch of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know? Do you know yeah, what I'm trying yeah. to say? So it, you know, we all we we sort of kicked it off here with the Laugh Button Live Show. Yeah, yeah. Your um, essential guide. Yeah. To New York comedy, to comedy at New York Comic Con and Super Week, because I think it was what the official called this this piece. Yeah, this piece, this piece. Yeah. All right. And, so uh, and so props to Mark and our intern Will for help putting it all together. I'm assuming intern Will helped you as well. He didn't do a god dang Fuck thing. Fuck you, intern Will. Yeah. Fuck you. He didn't. He didn't. It was all me. I'll take full credit. Uh, true story. Yeah, all right. I mean, like, it's everything. So go to laughbutton.com. You can check it out. But we're going to walk you through a little Some bit of it right yeah, now. Let's do it. Some highlights. All right. So we already talked about uh, Laugh Button Live. When you get Which this, is easily the best part of the week. Right. But it's already happened. So let's no. move on to what's not have or what <laughs> hasn't happened yet. Uh, Robot Chicken is throwing a season eight party, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, it's a Brooklyn Bowl. It's a, the Brooklyn Bowl here in New York City, and it's going to be hosted by Seth Green and Matthew Seinreich, uh, the creators of Robot Chicken. That should be a blast. And they're going to be premiering the Robot Chicken DC Comics special number three. I can't believe they're right. number three. It's crazy. So that's going to be happening. That's going to be pretty cool. And uh, speaking of Adult Swim, uh, you can go on a boat cruise with them this weekend on Saturday and uh, once you're on that boat you're not getting off no 8 o'clock p.m. to 12 midnight mm -hmm. so unless, if you can't hang on a boat for four hours first of all you're a wuss second of all <laughs> correct don't get on this boat <laughs> <laughs> but it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be fantastic you got musicians there you're gonna have talent there I mean it's drinks it's gonna be great boat um, around the Hudson of New York City mm -hmm. with robot chicken I can't think of a better way to have fans do some, uh, to have fans hang out. So it's agreed. And they're calling it the what are they calling it? The tyrannical voyage. Yeah, something to maiden that voyage. The, the tyrannical maiden, maiden voyage. voyage. But I think they're doing it for like the second year in a row. I right. think it's kind of funny. Right. So it's it's, it's carryover. That's how big it is. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But there's panels galore too, dude. Mm -hmm. 
What do you want to talk about? I mean, there's I too many. Well, there's, let's talk about the Impractical Jokers panel since Sal's a guest. You got it. Um, Sal and the rest of the cast of the Impractical Jokers, you know, Joey, uh, Joey, Joe, Murr, and Q are going to do the Impractical Jokers and Practical panel Thursday at the convention center, which is Jacob Javits Convention Center, uh, 415 to 515. 515. Room 1A10. Yes. So you can go there. And Sal actually told us some stuff on the podcast and then told us some stuff he's planning on doing off the podcast. Right. They definitely have some stuff in store for you guys. Um, yeah, just show up. You're yeah. going to you're gonna want to be there. Yeah, yeah you're definitely going to want to be there for your fan. They're gonna, there's going to be some clips and there's going to be uh, a lot of Q&A hosted by our pal Chris Gethard, who's also mm-hmm. pals with the Jokers. Uh, and the Laugh Button and our uh, team helped, uh, helped kind of like pull it all together. It's going to be super awesome. So we're super psyched about that panel. And yours truly, the voice of God. You're doing the God voice. I am. Nice. I'm going to be that guy. I've done the God voice once for Bobby Kelly, Bill Burr, Joe DeRosa cheat show. Okay. And people that were there didn't know I was doing the voice of God. Oh, and cool. like someone else was like, that's Matt, you know. And they were like, no, it's not. <laughs> Wait, did you put on some shenanigan voice? No, or just I just did actual... something like, you know, like, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, no. no you went into fake like, radio voice? I was, like, I was like, what'd you guys think of that? Cool. All right. Clap your hands together <laughs> for Bobby Kelly and Joe. I don't know. It was, it was a long time ago. But I definitely int- did an introduction of Bobby Kelly and Joe DeRosa for that book they wrote, Cheat, from the Village Underground. Um, and someone was like, no, that wasn't you. I'm like, no, it was me. I'm trying to think. I, I've done it My a couple times. My voiceover skills are on fleek, yo. Yeah, they are? That's what the well, kids say. Now no more. No no longer. Yeah, now that I've officially said on fleek, that's not cool anymore. I think I did it one time at uh, Moon Tower for, for Amy Schumer. That was pretty cool. Warmed cool. up the audience a bit. And uh, I didn't know this, but uh, while I was doing that and I was making the announcements, warming up the crowd, uh, apparently Amy came out on stage behind me and I didn't know that. And the crowd's like going bananas. And, and I'm you like, thought it was for you? Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> oh man, that joke landed. Great. I'm going to keep that in the set. <laughs> And uh, and everyone's like ah, and then it went to like nothing. And then, like I turned around, and I saw her like like kind of look at me and did like a face. And I was like ah, oh, I just got humored, man. <laughs> you got right humored, dude. You got but uh, but that was pretty cool. That was All right, cool. so what else All is right. going on Comic Con? So we got uh, the thrilling adventure hour. If you're a fan of that, you got two opportunities to see two different panels. There's an early yeah. show and a late show uh, happening tonight, Thursday. Um, and I think seven thirty to nine is the early show, and then the uh, late show. Uh, I guess they're almost kind of like. No, it'll be the next day, eight and nine thirty. So yeah. that's a Friday night thing, and that and it's two separate topics too. So that's going to be yeah. cool. So if you're a fan of the Thrilling Adventure Hour, uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Paul F. Tompkins is a part of it. It's got Adsit. You might know from Thirty Rock, Janet Varney, who's cool, uh, Janet. one of the head uh, heads of state for San Francisco Sketch Fest. Yeah, one of the uh, involved in that. So that's that's going to be pretty cool. We mentioned the voyage already. Mm-hmm. Um, Uptown showdown. This is a pretty cool thing. Superheroes versus villains. That's going to be eight p.m. to nine thirty. Also on Thursday, and uh, this is like a bi-monthly thing that already happens. Yeah. But it's uh, now going to be happening in a bigger uh, capacity here for for Super Week. Garofalo's involved. Uh, Jessica Delfino, who uh, opened up the Unicorn, which is a very cool musical comedy space here yes. in New York City. AMC's yeah, Comic Book Men's going to have a panel. Angie Tribeca, the new show coming to TBS, starring yeah. the very lovely Rashida Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adventure Times got a panel. Regular shows got a panel. If you're a Cartoon, Cartoon Comedy, Network fan, Comedy Central's going to be there with Moonbeam City. Yeah, Moonbeam City. Uh, can you believe Clueless is 20 years old, uh, dude? Makes me feel so old. 20th anniversary panel. That's a thing. Uh, I'm psyched for this personally, and I'll definitely be at this one. Crackles Super Mansion panel. Yeah. So this show, Super Mansion, originally was called Uber Mansion, yes. and it was supposed to be on Adult Swim. They ended up passing. Uh, Crackle picks it up. They changed the name, uh, and now they got their own panel and show uh, that uh, premieres today, actually. And it stars the voice of Brian Cranston. 
as you know and love from uh, Breaking Bad. And it also comes from uh, the mind of Matthew Seinreich, Robot Chicken. I've heard of that guy. Robot Chicken guy. <laughs> so anyway, really cool show. I'm going to check that out. Um, let's see. Talk. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing Orlando Jones because Orlando Jones is, uh, is a pal of the, of the Laugh Button. We, mm-hmm. uh, we, we've hung with him a few times, and he's actually doing some, some hangouts too. So uh, uh, curious to see what he's got to say. You know, Orlando from Sleepy Hollow, mm-hmm. and he's down, down in... Uh, Seven Up commercials. Seven Up commercials. Evolution. Comedy. Evolution. Love that movie. All right. Underrated, man. Yeah, and Mad Magazine's going to have a panel too. Love the, Mad Magazine. Yeah, dude. Mad from when you were a child is still around. There's also doing... Uh, there's a late night conversation with Seth Meyers happening. Mm-hmm. Such great stuff. And actually, our buddy Jesse over at Vulture is actually going to moderate that. He's going to moderate with Seth. Right. And, yeah, we hung out with Jesse up at Just for Laughs. He's a super cool dude. I'm... Uh, I'm curious to see how he makes out with this conversation with Seth Meyers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I am curious too because yeah, he's yeah. kind of like a I don't want to say introvert, right? But he's no, very no, like no, shy. no, 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 no. Like Jesse, Jesse was like, "Yeah, I don't like people." I'm yeah. like, "I get that. Yeah. I don't like people well, either." He's gonna have a lot of people looking at him. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. a lot of people. A couple days. People. Yeah. All right, real quick, spotlighted guests. Uh, if you're psyched for Ash versus Evil Dead, Bruce Campbell is gonna be there. Mentioned Brian Cranston, Jack Black on behalf of Goosebumps, John Hodgman, Kevin Smith, Malin Ackerman, Matthew Sunrig. We mentioned Rashida Jones. We mentioned Sam Raimi, Scott Adsit. We mentioned. Seth Green, we mentioned Seth Myers. Uh, who else? John Leguizamo is yeah, going to be there. Our pal John Leguizamo. Uh, Brian Posehn. He's doing. A, he's around. doing. A, he's doing a show with um, Mike Kaplan. With Mike Kaplan, a stand-up show at Hammerstein, mm-hmm. which I actually just got some insider knowledge that uh, good old our buddy over at Metalocalypse, Brendan Small, ah. Metalocalypse is actually going to drop in on that too. So nice. Brendan Small is going to be roaming around. I also have it on good authority that Anthony Cumi is going to be roaming the floors too. Mm-hmm. So so much going on. At may Comic or may Con. not be in costume. There Are you dressing so, up, by the way, Matt? Are you, nah, uh, you're not you know that guy. I, I do like playing this game when I go to Comic Con. It's called Count the Deadpools. Okay. <laughs> and basically just kind of count every time you see a Deadpool cuz Deadpool has become this Comic-Con staple. Like he's loved with sure. the comedy community. He's not necessarily and that's why people are like flipping out when they saw this test footage of the Deadpool, the Deadpool movie because to some of the comedy I mean the comic book purists like Deadpool's kind of really risen in the ranks as far as being like a loved comic book character even though he's not well publicly known like a Spider-Man or say like, even right. Iron Man now. And the uh, second movie already greenlit despite the first one not even seeing the light of day yet. Yeah, so. well, people have high hopes for the Deadpool movie and Ryan Reynolds is like a huge fan and he was like he was kind of and I think one of the reasons people are so excited about that is like it is kind of a role that like Ryan Reynolds like remember the casting of Iron Man when you when you heard it you're like oh fuck yeah of course Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark right people thought the same thing about Ryan Reynolds being cast as Deadpool and it gets him out of that Green Lantern yeah and then also like when it was announced that like you know and everyone's like oh who would play you know Professor X everyone's like Jean-Luc Picard of mm-hmm. course it's Professor X so like there's some of those castings where you're just like yes that's like you don't call him Sir Patrick Stewart no I call him Jean-Luc Picard okay but uh okay deep space Matt no next generation Matt I know I'm just going further down the tier, man. All right, How nerdy whatever. do you want to get? Whatever. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. So, so we have boatloads uh, that we're not only a part of uh, handling, but uh, there's going to be plenty to see in the world of comedy at oh, uh, New York so Comic Con and, of course, Super Week. So go to so, laughbutton.com so and uh, grab your essential guide to comedy uh, yeah. at uh, There's a ton event. of other news on the laughbutton.com, too. Yeah. Uh, let's cover it quickly so we can yeah. get to Sal. What do you want to mention? I want to mention... Check out Randy Lecky's stand-up from Conan. Randy Lecky is an incredible comedian. We got a chance to see him as a part of a new face uh, a couple of years back during New York Comedy Festival. He's funny, since, dude. He's since he's done, funny. like, Last Comic Standing. He's since done... Uh, he's putting out an album this week mm-hmm. uh, called I'm on a Roll, which if you want to guess what the album artwork might be... <laughs> 
you you've hit you've nailed it. Yeah, if you're, <laughs> just, if you're a foodie, take, you nailed just it. Just take yeah. a guess. To I'm on a roll. What the outward could the artwork could be. And he's also got a half hour premiering this week too on Comedy mm-hmm. Central. So like Randy Lecky is coming up roses right now. So check out his stand up. Check out his new album. Our buddy Steve Byrne made a new album announcement. A yes, special, he sorry. did. Yeah, he's going to tape that in Chicago in February of 2016. Tickets available now though. So if you're a big Steve Byrne fan or you're in Chicago, grab your tickets now and have your laughs be recorded for. Evermore. Um, he's a good dude and uh, guest on the podcast as well. Yeah. Totally. Uh, this was pretty cool. I don't know if you saw us, Matt, but uh, Jay Leno apparently jumped in for Jimmy Fallon. Last I did see night. that. It just the happened. Monologue. He's doing the, the rounds for his new Jay Leno's garage and he was on the Today Show mm-hmm. and he did the late night and he did a little monologue for uh, Fallon. Who pulled, Fallon, a, pulled Fallon, a hammy. Quote unquote pulled a hammy. Yeah. And then he called in for the replacement. It was Leno. But uh, Leno, uh, it, it's funny because Leno actually has said a, a couple things have been revealed over this last week with Leno. One is that he thinks Jimmy Kimmel's mean mm-hmm. because he feels that like you know, his basic the way he's described it was Kimmel comes from radio and he's a huge Howard Stern fan, so he kind of always feels that like Kimmel needs to find an enemy and pick on that enemy, and that's why he feels that like you know, that's why he feels that like, oh well there's no real ill will there, but I think that Kimmel like wanted to kind of find a, someone to pick fun of and whatnot too. He right. also revealed why he didn't make a cameo on the final Letterman appearance too. Mm, I don't know right. if you heard that as well. But he basically said uh, he said, Well, you know, we asked Letterman to do something for when I when I went off the air and he did and uh, well, we just didn't figure, feel like we needed to repay the favor. I was like, "Oh, shots fired!" No love lost between those two. Still, no. Nope. Uh, another big story that broke this week: Steve Ranazizi first comments about his nine eleven. Yeah, um, about his nine eleven lie. He was on Stern, gave a really in depth interview, and talked about it, and you know, explained his side of the story. And um, he Stern later released the entire video interview, all forty minutes of it. So it's a really good watch. I don't want to put words in Steve's mouth, but Steve basically talked about how sorry he was, he, mm-hmm. how he kind of indirectly forced his wife by accident by to kind of corroborate the story and he was worried about his children and he really upset things so it's just i would say go to the left button and watch him say it all in his own words just what an interesting sort of moment in time yeah that whole scenario just yeah, to, yeah, it's going to be a weird piece of trivia down the road. Exactly, and and a, and a weird like connected Pete Davidson, who actually had said some words about Ryan Azizi, because Pete Davidson actually did lose his father in nine eleven. He uh, he showed up on late night with Seth Meyers this week and talked about how he basically pranked the Florida Marlins. Uh, there's a character, there's a guy on the Florida Marlins who looks like him, sort of, kind of. Yeah, yeah, kind of, I was going to say the more you look it, at it, you're like, Meh, yeah, but but it was still a cool idea. It was still it was a cool fun. idea, exactly. Cool and then uh, the big news, uh, another big piece of news is Hannibal Burris, mm-hmm. his Un- pilot for unemployed. Unaired pilot, yeah. Yeah, his unaired pilot hit the web. And uh, it basically, I would put it a mix between like dirty jobs and Seinfeld, where it's like he does dirty job tasks, but they're not necessarily dirty jobs, but he works in a diner, works on a farm for Mm -hmm. this pilot. And in between it, there's him on stage talking stand up about the job. So. Louis meets 30 jobs Seinfeld meets 30 jobs kind of has that vibe to it but anyway the pilot wasn't picked up this was the one that Hannibal tweeted out good news everybody comedy central yeah. picked up for 10 episodes and it was totally bullshit he was trying to like wish that to happen right. um, it didn't actually end up happening but he put, he released a trailer and it like blew up everyone was on like this trailer's I mean this, this pilot's great it blew up our website Hannibal retweeted our website story and it just like took off like fire everyone was checking this out so there is obviously love for Hannibal Burris there but um, obviously Hannibal Burris is doing fine and then he ended up doing Y mm-hmm. on Comedy Central so Comedy Central basically passed on employable but they picked up Y and they mm-hmm. started doing Y with him too so uh, they're right. still in the Hannibal game well let's get to the interview here's uh, Sal from the Practical Jokers joining us right now 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, we'd like to welcome to the Laugh Button Podcast right here on the Riotcast Network, a very uh, special person who was born and raised and still exists in the world. And he goes by the name Sal, and he's one-fourth of the Impractical Jokers slash Tenderloins. Yes. How you doing, Sal? Great, great. I see you did your research because I was born and raised on Earth. You were? I do exist. I like to make that clear. I mean, so three for three. So far, got 1,000% batting average. Not too uh, far from, from here, really. I mean, a Staten Island guy, I yeah. am. Which is uh, most people aren't familiar with. It. It's not a land too far away. <laughs> yeah, there was. I feel a, like it takes forever to get to Staten Island, though. Yeah, on a bad day, on a good day, I get, I can get here. I can get from my door where I am currently to to here, which is yeah, Riot comedy, Studios. right? Yeah, right. Comedy Studios, uh, probably in less than a half hour. Oh, okay, with That's no traffic. Yeah. That's not bad at all. Yeah. So, biggest misconceptions about Staten Island, right mm-hmm. off the bat, let's just clear the air. It's not a landfill. I heard right? it's a no. Landfill. That closed a real, very long time ago, <laughs> over a decade. Although you know, some would say, some right? would yeah, say, yeah, yeah, some yeah, would yeah. say. <laughs> what they're doing too, I think, is like making and and I, I may be off on this quote. But I think they're making like the biggest park in the world there or something. Oh no! <laughs> in Staten Island, yeah, on the old landfill. Oh, on the landfill. Yeah, like that they like they either X-Files got shit. the garbage out or buried it deep enough that you know that's a sinkhole waiting to happen. Yeah. Now. Yeah. <laughs> there goes there goes twenty thousand people in a day. Correct. <laughs> uh, it's not all like. Um, Mafia and Jersey Shore type. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with those people, you know. Live and let live. But uh, there's plenty of nice people, good like good cool things on set. A lot, I hear a lot, lot of, of cops, comic- and f- cops and firefighters. I hear there a lot there too. are a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of c- civil service work. My dad was is a retired sanitation. I'm Sal from Staten Island. My dad was in sanitation, <laughs> but it's not what it sounds like. You know what what I mean? does it right. sound like, Sal? So my dad worked for the city for 25 years. He was also like a carpenter and everything, and and a superintendent of a bunch. He had like eight jobs. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we're not in the mafia, <laughs> and I'm only half Italian. Okay, but uh, what's no. the other half? What's the other half? Uh, it's um, Spanish, Cuban, and Puerto Rican. Ah, nice. Yeah, uh, I just I married a Puerto Rican, so oh, I'm, I'm so honorary. We have, like, we're like brothers. Yeah, yeah, sort of. <laughs> I'm honorary, I guess. That's what they tell me. I mean, I go down there, and it looks like a, a Make-A-Wish photo with me and a whole bunch of people with skin tone. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's it's ridiculous. It's like this guy. You know? My grandma, like, she's always like. Um, She'll 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 be like she's I think she's like eighty three now or something like that, and she'll be quick to be like ah oh, a lot of Puerto Ricans down there, but she's one hundred percent Puerto Rican. <laughs> And I'm like, I don't, I, I don't get this. I don't, I guess you just, I'm like, why don't you just say you like, you don't like this person. You are that, you know, like that's hysterical. We no. always joke you like that. There's good and bad Puerto Rican. Uh, right, right. I'm like, it's good and bad. Anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. I have to second that or else uh, my dick will be cut off tonight while I'm sleeping. Oh, I find man. it funny that you married a Puerto Rican woman. Why? Cause you're as white as the mic flag on the mic you're holding. I, I asked her that question. I asked her that very quiet. Like, you know, you're, you're, you're marrying into the whitest white family possible i'm all over the place like english german dutch yeah Slovak. oh you're yeah yeah, yeah I'm like, I'm you not, are I'm the that, white one he, he's yeah. plaid like, yeah. He's yeah. Plaid. yeah i am that guy 
Uh, yeah, I'm the guy who who like the white balance on cameras is designed after. Like my family went in front of a camera, they were like, "We got to do something about this." So, yeah. All right, how long well, have you been married? I want to get to ah, more. There you go. Oh, geez. Turn okay. the tables. Turn the tables. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's the Impractical Jokers podcast. Yeah. Um, I've been married to her for three and a half years, but we've been together for like eleven plus, like twelve years. Oh wow. So yeah, we we were together Terrific. for like six years, uh, engaged, and waited another two and a half, then got married, and, I see. and we got married down in Puerto Rico. In oh, a, at wow. OUK up in the rainforest, so yeah, it was oh, pretty awesome. Wow, you did super it really authentic, right. man. Yeah, yeah. Okay, tell me about your biggest worst <laughs> fight. What's the worst, most like really vicious fight you guys had? Well, here, Spare no detail. Oh, I thought you meant that I was in because actually I've never been any. She does them all for me. You know, I mean? like, like if someone's someone's talking in the movie theater. She, she handles it. You know, I don't have to worry about that shit. Okay. Uh, okay. No worst fight. Um, you know, it gets feisty from time to time, yeah. like any relationship does. But there was this one time I, I accidentally <laughs> drunk dialed her at like four in the morning and I was out at like a premiere or something. Right. And she goes, wow, what the, f-, you know, half asleep. What the fuck are you calling me for? I got to get up at seven in the morning. I get home. I lay in bed. Oh, she works. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Terrific. Yeah. <laughs> Good Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> she works hard she, too. She works wisely, Mark. Yeah, yeah, she works hard. So, so anyway, I get home, I slip into bed, thinking you know everything's gonna be cool. She rolls over, and the first thing she says to me is, "I can't wait to bury you." <laughs> <laughs> and then she rolls over, goes right back to bed. I lay there stiff as a board, staring at the ceiling for the next five hours. She gets up, she's like, "So, what time did you get in? How'd you sleep? Everything cool?" I remember I was saying like, that. Yeah, do you remember? Remember what you said? No, what happened? You know, totally cool. This so. is great Gaffigan joke where he's like, whenever a Latin person or a Latin guy has like a, you know, has, has like a is has a bad te- bad temper or whatever, they're like, oh, he's got a Latin temper, yeah. right? But whenever a white guy does, like, that guy's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> what a, what a jerk face. <laughs> uh, all right, Sal, uh, I want to congratulate, congratulate, sorry, congratulate you and the rest of the gang on uh, 100 plus episodes now of the Thanks. show and Practical Jokers. Uh, for any show to get to a season is is uh, you know lightning in a bottle, let alone a pilot and all that stuff. Mm. And you had gone through, I think, what one pilot before this one stuck? Oh, my, uh, probably about oh three or four. Oh, three or four. Yeah, okay, yeah. so there were a handful of them, but it finally worked. True TV picked you guys up, and yeah. the rest is history. And there it is, a hundred episodes. And Matt and I were both at the live punishment there, there in the, the South Street Seaport. Oh, why don't you grab me and say hello? <laughs> I would have took you up on the road. <laughs> I needed support up there. Uh, <laughs> We didn't. We weren't friends then. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of a man on the wires, men on a wire is what went down. Yeah. Uh, and all four of you had to to walk this tightrope. Uh, how how many floors up was this thing? It was uh, six stories. So six. Well, I guess it doesn't matter after one, right? No, I mean, it doesn't. <laughs> believe it or not, it's, it's even when we tried. We in practice, we only got up to in practice. I practiced once. <laughs> we only got up to. Uh, t- 12 feet I think and yep. even that jump from 2 feet to 12 feet was like enough a little took my breath away a little bit yeah. <laughs> it's insane so yeah. you guys decide to do this what went out the window what were some of the other uh, you know stunts you guys were going to try before you came to this conclusion of a high wire act yeah it was like we wanted to s- celebrate like the like the the, the kind of theme of the show which is making each other do something we definitely don't want to do because it wasn't a traditional episode of Impractical mm-hmm. Jokers right. we wanted to be a spectacle we wanted to be a celebration we wanted to be live so we figured if we all did something for charity that we didn't want to do, it would still encompass kind of what we do on the show. Um, I mean, we went through every type of thing, really. We were going to um, 
jump through like you try to drive dirt bikes through hoops of fire. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I always wanted to be shot out of a cannon. It's one of my bucket list things. Okay. Right? The other guys don't. So like since I wanted to do that, but then we 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 researched it, and it takes a lot more practice. All right. Because once you're shot out, you're you're on your own. So like at least we had the harnesses with the yeah. High, which by the way. Doesn't matter. I'm sure it doesn't so make mentally you feel good at all, the, yeah. the harness does not matter at all. Yeah. You know, it's and and also I will say this: looking up at us is way different than looking down. And that like one step, I just saw the the the, the movie the, the uh, walk, the wire, the walk. The I saw, yeah, the I saw a man on wire, then I just okay. saw the walk in IMAX 3D. It's it's oh, yeah. in, wait, were you one of the people that threw up? No, a whole bunch of people I got sick. People from, nauseous from, oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, people were throwing up and stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible, right? Oh, imagine being in the theater and just hearing people's like yakking. Yeah, no, it's insane. Like I saw the documentary, which is insane. It's amazing. But what the movie does is it gets you up there, like in that kind of moment, and it looks very real. Mm. And like everyone in the seat was like, everyone in their seat was like (laughs) squirming and doing that. But there's this one shot they have where he takes the first step. You're not supposed to look down. Right. I'm definitely not supposed to look down. I mean, he could probably do whatever he wants, but that's the thing. And so (laughs) you look, yeah, you look across. Or maybe at the bottom, and there's this one shot where he takes the first step, and they show his foot, and they show below him, and that exact—I mean, much, much—take <laughs> off a hundred stories, but that exact shot, like, is what I. As I was like, in the theater, my friend, I'm like, I get this, right? <laughs> you know, and he's like, Oh, shut up! It's, it's not what the, you know, <laughs> now, did you go in there dressed up in costume like Philip Petit? You're like, <laughs> yeah. been there, done that. Yeah, yeah, my costume was t-shirt and basketball shorts. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, I, I happen to cover the junket for that movie and and one of the experiences at the junket was they put you in a uh like a full surround 360 like sort of daft punk type helmet and they like had virtual this elect- reality style? yeah virtual okay. reality oh, it's one of those things where you look left and right yeah you see and it. up down left right and you see everything oh, God. and <laughs> and there was this little like electronic wire that was on the ground you know on the floor to, to you're supposed to use that as your guide and i'm thinking mentally all right i'm gonna beat this because i'm just gonna keep feeling that thing and do it the second they put you in that and you're encapsulated i almost fell over oh, like three times yeah. all over the place but yeah that feeling of looking down that must so look- i can only imagine what you did in real life you know? yeah it was i i was like i just didn't want to we got to practice at this circus warehouse okay and okay. It, where, there's a circus those, by the way yeah. where there, are those there's one it's called the circus warehouse <laughs> okay. to them it's in uh, Long Island City. Oh, cool! That's and it's, where everything is. It's right? exactly yeah. Like we were in there, and everyone in there was like a professional, like carny, and they were doing like like people were doing things. We it was like what? But we trained in there, and I had I had a couple of hours at the two foot, and then I went back to one other day and had a couple of hours at the twelve foot. Okay, and that was it. We we were allowed to go as much as we want, but our schedule didn't permit. Yeah, so I just didn't want. I was as nervous for walking the rope as I was for making good television. Okay, and. I was very nervous that the high wire wasn't a good idea because it could be very anticlimactic if we all took a step and fell. Right. So I was very worried about that. And and uh, I just wanted to at least <coughs> get halfway, which I did. Um, but uh, it, it was it was really like it was it was really scary. You was, couldn't it, have you couldn't have predicted a better ending. I mean, could, like we can't you went last, and like then that. he went right across, and you're like, "Holy shit, that happened!" Oh my gosh, it's almost like you planned it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you did. Are, are people calling shenanigans on you guys? No, nobody like, at all. I mean, uh, how could you plan well, that? Can't find out Q's been that. a circus carny for like <laughs> twenty years. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised by that. We we actually <laughs> didn't even know the order that we were going oh, until okay. right before because the uh, the viewers voted. Oh, the day for who gets to choose the order. Oh right, and Q won. 
Okay. And then he picked that order, me, uh, uh, Murray, then me, then Joe. Joe went and fell right off. Oh, he, he did. did. <laughs> he my did. money was on Joe. I was betting everyone around my money. Oh, that was, was gonna, not I'm, the smart I'm, money. I'm like, yeah, I, bet, I, I just Murray. thought he'd go the furthest. I thought I thought Murr, because he was small, but then I realized he was he's terrified of heights, apparently. Yeah. And then, like, Joe was my second guess. I, did, I, I didn't have Q or you, unfortunately. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we didn't bet on either. You, you were right to not bet on me. The day, the day before, we went to the site, and we went up on the platform. We didn't step on the rope, but Joe... Went okay. up on the platform to get a feel, yeah, right for it. Uh, but we always knew that when our first step would be live on camera, and uh, they pull us up on this like uh, this bucket, like this crane or whatever. And it took me 16 minutes, okay, to take the step off of the bucket oh, wow. onto the platform because the platform's yeah, so, this big. big, so you know, it's it, it, and it took me 16 minutes. I didn't know, I thought it took 10, like 20 seconds. I really did. I just I gripped onto the thing and I and then I got down there, like, though, that took 16 minutes. Wow. And tomorrow, since it's live, yeah, you you're gonna have to do it in 20 seconds. Oh man, and I was like, all right, so <laughs> when I just during the live thing, I Right before we, the, the show started, I was we had this little storefront that we rented out for us to change in and okay. just have a retreat. And, put put uh, your diapers on. Yeah, yeah and I was, uh, no joke, I was in there dry heaving, like holding oh, back. My, I was like, because the nerves got so. You ever see have any given Sunday? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, when yeah, Jamie, Jamie Fox, right? Jamie Fox yeah, throws yeah. up, right? Yeah, like before, like every. I didn't think that show, was like possible from nerves, and I was at that point. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I I didn't throw up, but like that's how nervous I was. So I was so happy with what I did, and I'm so happy that Q won too. Yeah, because to get across, because even if Q won or came close to us, it wouldn't have been a, as big a celebration. Yeah. Like people were like, people went nuts. We were standing in the crowd. People went. Yeah, it was pretty, uh, you know, palpable. Yeah. What could you hear while you were up there? By the way, because I'm always fascinated with this. Yeah. As an athlete, I could only hear my dad in the crowd and the coach, yeah. and then the players. That's it. Everybody else was shut off. Yeah. Was it like that for you? Were you laser focused, or could you hear everyone yelling? I couldn't hear. Like, oh my god. I couldn't hear anyone. Yeah. I couldn't hear anyone. They they were because uh, what happened was uh, they didn't have the harness ready, and so I was waiting to go. But that's down- always a good side, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. No, that was scary too. They're like, oh, hey, but- uh, so about that harness. Yeah. yeah. Do you but cool that- just some Velcro on your shoes, man? <laughs> yeah. I was like, they were, I was like, I'll wait till you're ready. Was, and I kept going, is it good? Is it good? And they're like, we'll be there in a minute. But down on the floor, they didn't hear that. And Howie. Mandel, who yeah. was the host, he kept saying he can't take the step because yeah. he didn't hear it. Yeah. But I didn't even hear him saying that until I watched it. I was, I didn't look down and I just looked straight up and closed my eyes and listened. There was a DJ playing. Yeah. I just focused on the music because I knew if I looked down, <laughs> it would be the end of me. And then I took a step and I was like, "This is it." My whole extended family was there. I didn't, I didn't hear anybody, but I just, I, I remember, I just to psych myself. Out. Oh, right before I went up, mm-hmm. I was. Trembling, and one of my guys that works on the show, his name's Chris Bozak. Okay, he was like help running, help running. He just looked at me, and he, right before they pu- pulled me up, he said, "Just get pissed off, <laughs> just get pissed off." And that was the best advice I could have gotten because I was like, "Oh yeah," and I just like tricked myself to being like, "Fuck this rope," you know, like, you know, like "Fuck everybody." I was about to just yell down to the crowd, "Fuck all y'all!" But no, I just got my like, TV. I just got really <laughs> yeah, right. like, I was just like, "I got to do this," like, it's, you know, like. Mm-hmm. And it kind of just cha- flicked a, a switch, and uh, and then that's that's why I was like in this mindset. And right before I went, I couldn't hear anyone, but I just screamed out, 
Are you not entertained? <laughs> Which is like, where the hell did that come from? Why did I say that? Yeah. But it, it roused up the crowd a lot. Oh, it's great, man. Well, congratulations on everything with that whole stunt yeah, and so uh, raising money for charity and the 100th episode and everything that's uh, happened with you guys as the Impractical Jokers for Thank True you. TV. It's a pretty great accomplishment. Um, let's flash, flash forward a bit here. Uh, we're heading into New York Comic Con. Yeah. And this is a big deal. This thing in the last five years has exploded. Now, San Diego Comic Con it's been big for a while, yeah. but New York, forget about it. It went from zero to 60 in just a handful of years. I hear it's, it's starting to arrive. It's it, actually it's, bigger as far as attendees now. It's bigger wow, than San Diego yeah, now. just surpassed. Yeah, so, like last year or two years ago, it just got bigger. Yep. Considering, mm. too, it doesn't have the city built right around it. It doesn't. Right. It's kind of out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it's kind of nuts, but uh, here we are. It's going to be your guys' first panel. Yes. Uh, you got to be excited for this. You're going right. to you're gonna walk up to a table. They're going to have that cool little name tag. Right yes, in front of there, yes, yes, folded little... piece of paper <laughs> so with the, the Comic Con logo. Yeah, with the tablecloth. Yeah, 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 the, ta- yeah. the whole night. Yeah. Need food on there. They'll clean We're it the up Avengers. later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're getting the Avengers moment. So, uh, are you so, are you stoked for this? I mean, this is going to be pretty cool. It's going to be pretty fun, right? I'm so excited. My friend Chris Gethard is yep. uh, mm-hmm. moderating it. He's a New York comic. Yeah, we know Chris. Know, he's the best. And uh, we're because we, we do like we've done Q and A's before, and this is kind of like a glorified that. It, hopefully, it's for super fans and for mm. new fans and stuff. And uh, but we don't we don't do Q and A's like anybody else. <laughs> like you know, it's kind of like like how we are with the show. Like we'll do whatever we want, and we're gonna make it probably an experience. Like right. we'll probably have not much of a filter. Not, I don't mean like in a dirty way or a cursing way, but like we'll just do anything that comes to mind. So I think there's going to be like some hijinks. We're already, I'm already planning a couple of things. Uh-oh. Why do I feel like yeah. someone's going to get pulled up into one of those nets like through a bear trap? <laughs> they're going to be hanging like from the, the ceiling. Tra- like yeah, the yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> some shenanigans. Like, well, I might be running tech on this panel, so don't yeah, don't oh, get terrific. too crazy. Yeah. You know, make my day easy. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> or give me a heads up. <laughs> I just mean it'll be a lot of fun. We're not just going to sit there and just answer questions <clears throat> for an hour. We'll we're gonna. You know, I'm sure it'll be more fun than that. Now, has uh, has Quinn uh, changed the name of Q and A to to Quinn and Assholes? Is that a thing <laughs> that he's Quinn and Assholes? Is that I was in a supermarket but, once, and an old woman came up to me and said, "Hey, you're the guy with the show." With the, he goes, she goes, "You're the you're the you're the guy with the three assholes with the show." <laughs> No, she says, you're one of the three assholes that has that show. I'm like, it's four assholes. Yeah, it's four. <laughs> Get it right. Maybe she She's like, no, Q's not an asshole. You made it all, all the way across the wire. He's cats. He's cats. <laughs> We're planning something for Q. Oh, nice. Mm. Yeah, we did some dirt. Like, what is? What are these guys, what are your uh, compart- compatriots uh, scared of or terrified of? Uh, I'm not see everything on the show is a secret. Yeah, right. Okay. So it's tough for me to like say something, but we're planning something for Q with uh, I guess the the part of it is is a campaign called okay. QSA. Okay. okay, here so, we go. <laughs> I'll take from that what you will. I don't he's, know. he's already got my right info. <laughs> it's happening. I want to see how far this can go. Yeah. All right, that's cool. Quinn for president, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so the uh, the Impractical Jokers panel is going to be on Thursday, yes. four fifteen to five fifteen at New York Comic Con. So make sure you show up there. Uh, it's going to be hijinks and yeah, shenanigans. I'm so so excited. So Did you excited. say I'm going to be there? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> it's your panel, man. No, because like you know what it is. Because everyone always tells me the time. So when you say right. it's from four fifteen to five fifteen, I was just reassuring you like I would at least. I was like, I'll be there. I'm yeah, not yeah. Gonna be late. Always late. Yeah. In like, fact, I'll be so there happy at four thirteen. The panel's actually at four thirty. They just told you four fifteen. Uh, yeah, they, they do that. They so do that. Trick. I do. T- I have family members who are chronically late. So yeah. we do the same thing with family members too. <laughs> yeah, exactly I, did, I 
Puerto Speaking Rican. of Puerto Ricans, I do that with my wife and her entire family. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, the movie's at 6.30. It's not till 10.45 <laughs> the next day, right? right? right, right they got to get it. there so early. Okay, I want to turn on the Wayback Machine for a second, if that's cool, Sal, uh, because I want to get your first ever impressions of your partners in crime here. So, okay. so from day one, you, you, you just meet these guys. This is like, I guess, pre-Tenderloins. 1990. In 1990, okay. Yeah. It's hard to believe it's been that long. Yeah. Uh, and congrats for sticking it out so that long, you know? Grade school, junior? Uh, it, was, it was our freshman year of high school. Okay. Wow. Okay, so what? Uh, let's start with Murr. First time you meet this guy, what was your first impression? What did you tell your friends about this guy? Um, Murr was uh, nerdy in school. Uh, well, not nerdy, but he was he was... He was in theater. He was in the honors track. Um, a nice enough guy. Wait, honors track? There's honors, There's honors track? Tra- yeah, yeah, honors track. Yeah, oh, like, like he was just how, really good. There was a regular, and then there was honors classes, like advanced classes. For oh, track? No, for track. Oh, no, no, no. Like, like track I'm and sorry, field? Like AP classes. Oh, like, oh gotcha. Honors, like, oh, like, oh, okay. I don't know. I just, you said track. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, like, like oh, yeah, var- yeah, varsity yeah, versus yeah. junior varsity, maybe, yeah, but yeah. honors versus. No, he was in honors varsity track. He ran like an angel. He had golden shoes. He had really good grades when he ran. Okay. Like the course curriculum. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he's. Okay, so he's AP. (laughs) Yeah, he's a stud. He's killing it in school. Yeah, all right. No, but he wasn't like, he was like, he was in his own group. I don't think he was very all that popular. He did run in our senior year. He did run for class president with one of my best friends, and they were the leaders out of the gate. They were Uh like not like Trump, but they were like Trump in that way. They were like they were like killing the like early polls. (laughs) Nice. And then we had the. the thing where like we had the uh, like, like the, the debates, debates okay and they imploded <laughs> and came in dead last well, i hope there's like, video they footage just, of this. Yeah. they were just stuttering and they couldn't answer any questions and everything so he like, blew I mean, it. like murray made a video they were called the super candidates <laughs> and he made a video of him and my friend sal like because he was in like the, the like the uh video av club okay and he made a video of them like like running and flying into the into the sky and everything. Oh, but geez. so Murray was super. Please nerdy. tell me you have this video. Somewhere. Yeah, this like you got to use this as punishment yeah, or we, blackmail. Okay, yeah. good. All, All right, right, good. All right. <laughs> well, don't worry, we'll bleep out the last uh, minute. Uh, um, so that was Murray. Uh, Q is like very close to what he is right now. Oh, it's the same. Uh, All right, big comic book guy, mm-hmm. kind of like just like easygoing. Didn't really give a shit about stuff. <laughs> you know, just like whatever. Just shows up. Q and I used to cut. Uh, you couldn't really cut in our school because it was like very strict all boys Catholic school, but there was one class you could cut. Uh, it was law class, and it was taught by three lawyers that were alma maters of our high school that just showed up, like you know, sometimes on time, sometimes not. Right. They were doing the school a favor, and it was the first class of the day. Oh, okay. So we'd cut that class, and then they'd just come get us. They'd like come to the cafeteria, and be like, "All right, guys, come on." <laughs> but we would like get like breakfast and watch this show in the cafeteria. It was a children's show called Shusha. I think it's X. Oh my god, I remember this. X U Shusha. Shusha. Totally. Okay. She was this blonde foreign chick that hosted yes. a children's show, but she was insanely hot and dressed <laughs> provocatively. Oh no. And so it was on like cable. It was on like okay. PBS or whatever it was on. I don't know. And so we just just get breakfast, <laughs> cut law, and just watch Shusha. Please tell me there weren't any like like circles forming and <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> things no, getting out of hand. No, no, no. It was Catholic school. Like I'm not married yet. I haven't. Well, exactly. Sex. I went to Catholic yeah. school too. Any any moment you could get, right? 
<laughs> any moment. Yeah, and, uh, and then Joe was a nutcase. Joe was nerdy. Joe was on the math team and the bowling team. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I must say, I was probably not like we weren't. We just all clicked though because we were, did one thing in common. We were on a retreat team. Okay, we would like go like all the like pe- like kids would go and hang out at the school and just like bullshit. But uh, Joe was math team and uh, and bowling. But he was the nutcase that he is right now. Okay. So he was the n- kid who was still. He made everyone laugh. Okay. He was a class clown. He would walk in. He would never walk into a classroom without taking a pratfall. Okay. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean. Okay. Right. People loved him. Like you know, like uh, yeah. So we, you know, we started doing um, improv together in high school. Okay. With a lot of other students, and then when we all left, we all kept up with it through college. And then when we got back from college, we kind of bumped into each other here and there. Like, what are you up to? And it's like, I'm doing improv. I'm doing stand-up. I'm like, oh, me too, me too, me. And we're like, why don't we try and do something together? And we started practicing in Joe's mom's basement in ninety in 99. 99, right? That's yeah. when the tenderloins sort of came together yeah. for the first time. Yeah. And wow. I, it's 16 years later that we, I bumped into them him at the mall. Uh, and this is at the four years of college. You see each other on breaks. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Always amazes me when this happens. Yeah, that you all came back. We weren't a clique, a... by the way. Okay, we were all friends. None of us were a clique. Okay, uh, so I didn't hang out. We hung out with each other in school and socially and at events and you know like that. But like they weren't my main clique and we weren't each other's main. Right. Clique. So when I say that we went our way to school for four years and we came back, it wasn't like back to the exactly yeah, how it yeah, was. Yeah. It was back just to like the hood or something. Oh, you yeah. want to like get together and and then we just started. I, man, I can't even just. It, I can't believe that we're here right now. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, yeah. I can only imagine the flashbacks here and seeing all the foreshadowing too of things to come, you know, down the road and like things yeah, that sort we of do resurface. Stuff on the show we did in high school. Uh, <laughs> Tw- that's twenty five. It's like it, what? How did you come up with that idea for like the how to like form it into a show, package it, and and potentially sell it to a TV network? So we we had a few pilots that were scripted. Okay, uh, one was an improv one, um, and none of them kind of went. We couldn't get our footing on uh, the the. We didn't get hooked up with like producers. I think that were also like helping, like elevate our projects. Okay, and we needed some guidance. And it just kind of looking back, we shouldn't have gotten any of those shows. Okay, it, then it was devastating. Right. Yeah. But we were like, well, what don't we need help with? And uh, so we just we would meet we would meet all the time and, and and just have brainstorming sessions and stuff. And we're like, why don't we do one where we could improvise? And why don't we do one where we could just be ourselves? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're like, well, okay, so how do we do that? What format can we take and kind of tweak it and make it our own? And we were like, what about a prank show? But I we all hated the idea of pranks. Yeah, we didn't really want to be like outwardly mean. And we didn't want to. I I just thought pranks can be corny, mm-hmm. like you know, like oh, like you know, I dropped a bucket of paint, and you hear like a slide yeah. whistle and stuff. So <laughs> that old kazoos, slide whistle, yeah, yeah. it's a bad rap, kazoos. man. Yeah. Well, actually, that was the first thing Murray suggested. He's like, why don't we do this thing where like every week we're like a team of different people. So let's say one week we're house painters, and we show up and paint someone's house the wrong color. And I was like, shut the fuck up. It's kind of <laughs> well, it's <laughs> no. Well, we la- it's... we all laughed, and we all together it's were like, like, remember those debates you failed at, buddy? Yeah. Remember that? No, we all agreed it was corny. <laughs> It was just like we, yeah, yeah. no, it was like we were throwing sh- shit at the wall. Right, right. And Murray said that, and then we all were like, yeah, but that's corny. Like we were calling it the Tenderloins present zing. No, so no. So it's like it can't be that. Yeah, it right. can't be zing. So that yeah. was like the the tag okay. word that we. And then we're like, well, what if we mess with each other? Because that's 
all we always do. Yeah. Like if I'm out my whole life, if I'm out anywhere, Joe's trying to embarrass me. Right. <laughs> it, it's just it's just ingrained in us. Yeah. And I'm like, well, if we kind of did that, and then we just came up with this idea where it's like, well, how about it is hidden camera, but it's about us, mm-hmm. you know? And then we're like, we're putting each other. The, the original name of the show was Mission Uncomfortable. Okay. That's what we pitched, and uh, they the network put Impractical Jokers on it, which I was staunchly opposed to because I didn't want to be called a Joker. Right. I thought that was corny. Like yeah. we're the Jokers. It's like two yeah. on the nose, yeah. Two yeah. on the nose, yeah. impractical yeah. jokers. It was <laughs> right. like, I felt it was corny, and I was like, we have a brand in the tenderloins, and we're gonna blah blah. But it, it ended up being really good because after a while, no one ever complained about the name, and after a while, it, it is better because we are the entity of the show. If the show was Mission Uncomfortable, it wouldn't be the mission. Look, it's the uncomfortable. Yeah, 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 <laughs> so yeah. it kind of did help with that, yeah. right? Yeah, right. I'll get that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, I don't I don't know what we're gonna do about it. Let's get it. <laughs> Now it's for the office. Yeah, it's for the I office. All right. Yeah, we we might have to wait it out. I'll, I'll still get it right now. I'll, I'll sign a new lease. <laughs> what yeah, can I do? Actually, like a... let's pick it up and just uh, pass whoever's calling. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, yeah, passed. you're passed. You're on tonight. 10-10. Get up there. One thing I've always appreciated about the show, you know, a prank show, there's a lot of prank shows that have been on television, you know, your jackasses of the world and whatnot, too, is that the show isn't mean-spirited. I've always thought that it is a bunch of guys just kind of messing with each other, being friendly with each other. Like yeah. And that's what I think resonates with people, too. Like, right. I use my fiance as an example. She loves your show, but she doesn't really like those other types of prank shows because they feel mean-spirited to her. Whereas I think with your show, it's very much, it, it's it's like, a, it's pals messing around, you know, goofing off Yeah, pals. I mean, it, it kind of it kind of is inherent to our relationship. Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll put each other through the mill, you know, mm-hmm. under the bus and everything, but we didn't really want to, I get on... Uncomfortable being me. There's like it's like just writing a joke. As long as there's a point to it, you can't just be outwardly mean for no reason. You know what I mean? But that being said, like I love. I think it, other shows like that are brilliant. Like yeah. there was a uh, Dog Bites Man. Did you yeah, see yeah, that? Mm-hmm. A Comedy Central where they kind of mess with some people. I remember reading Zach Galifianakis hated doing that because he he had a pit in his stomach messing with people. But yeah. my favorite yeah. show on television right now is Nathan for you. Oh yeah, that's yeah, oh, yeah. great show. Man. And uh, and you but know, that's not he, pranky. It's not. In the, no, in the, but he walks traditional the line sense. with toying yeah, with people in a way that can be yeah. a little bit harsh. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but it's it's. The most brilliant thing I've it's ever seen. Br- He's like, I, yeah. I couldn't do what he does. It's also very long-winded too. You know, like yeah, each yeah, project. It's, it's, there's it's a, like a long con thing. there. Yeah, there's yeah, a long yeah. con. Yeah. But for us, we wanted to be relatable. Okay. We wanted to be likable. We wanted people to like pick a character and root for that character, yeah. and uh, and so that's why we we're like, yeah, let's just kind of we, we go for confusion rather than anger on right. the show. It's a good way of putting it. All yeah. right. I want to talk about someone behind the scenes a little bit. Uh, it goes by the name Casey Jost. Sure. Someone you work with, right? So how did you guys uh, get into that relationship? How do you wind up being a part of the show? So speaking of Staten Island yeah. uh, earlier. Um, it's oh, not... Staten Island Summer. Have you seen his movie yet with yeah. him and his well, brother? Yeah, yeah, Colin. Yeah, Colin. yeah, yeah. So the, like, there's a big comedy boom out of Staten Island right now. It's coming, guys. <laughs> I mean, it's coming. It's coming. I, I, I mean, you know, I, I'm, so, I, I'm hesitant to say that we're a part of that because I don't, you know, but, but we became part popular in the last few years and of course Colin is right. on mm-hmm. SNL and Casey um, was a writer for Fallon for many years yeah, writer right for Fallon and then uh, Pete Davidson's out yeah. of and 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 sh- I'm sure more than I'm forgetting there's other gr- really great comics out of Staten Island too um, but uh, yeah he, I knew Casey way before the show we're just friends that's from cool. Staten Island I knew Colin before the show I knew all these guys before the show and uh, Casey was one of the funniest guys I've ever met in my entire life most talented and he's st- I pushed to get him a P. He was a, a, a PA on Jokers when it first started because he, uh. he 
we did, we were the only writers when it first started. Okay. The four of us. Now we have writers, but we were much smaller entity. And um, I was like, get in, get on as a PA, meet the guys. And I know that you'll win them over, and like I'll try and get you. We'll try and make you become a writer next season, and that's what happened. And then he became the head writer. Oh, that's great! It's amazing. And, cool. uh, and good so dude, on. man. Yeah, he's the best. And another thing is like, was like people are like, oh, you guys have the best job. You get to go to work with your friends. Meaning the four of us. What people don't know is there are probably like. 15 of our hometown friends on the show oh, that's cool they're the cameraman the producers post the guys in post they're four of the writers now mm -hmm. oh wow like, like uh joe Ambergio, jay miller john zaluga all these guys are from staten island are my friends from before the show uh and our cameraman everything it's 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 crazy so when we are on set we're with like Way, way more friends than people realize. So you, hands down, just your show alone has boosted the economy in Staten Island by <laughs> 25%, right? The housing market's sure, up. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. A new bridge is going to open up. Us. It's going to be great. Well, I feel like that's a good representation of what comedy does, though. Someone has a breakthrough, they bring all their <coughs> friends along. Like you see with Amy Schumer, you see with like you know Ray Romano's, Adam Sandler's, time and time again, you see someone break through and bring their friends along. Sure. So. Yeah, I'm not, well, I, I, I know what you're, the sentiment you're saying. Yeah. I don't think I'm like bringing them along so much as they're talented and helping. Us gotcha. and okay. I got yeah, lucky okay. that I have talented friends. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it's the dream scenario. Yeah, it's yeah. Great. All right, couple more things before we get you out of here. And thanks again, Sal, for for yeah, coming by, man. We really guys. appreciate. It. We're huge fans of the show, and and again, congrats with everything. Thank you so We're much. Looking forward he says to congratulations a lot. I, I do, man. Hey, hard. look, he likes you never know when you're gonna <laughs> go away. You, all this stuff can go away in a second, man. It's it's uh, pretty amazing for it to last this long. All right. Um, uh, Walk us through the experience of having to give an old lady the finger. <laughs> Can you do this? Because yeah. this is something like my mo my mother, you know, raised me to open doors and be nice to me everybody. Too. And and both my dad and my mom, you know, take care of women. They're the, the lifeblood yeah. of earth. Like you got to make sure they're okay first yeah. or you don't get to live. That kind of thing. So if we'll someone came sleep. to me and was like, you're going to have to deliver the goods to an old lady yeah. here. Uh, I'd be like, I don't know if I could do this. Like I'd feel yeah. awful. Like you were talking about that pit in, you know, the pit in your stomach. Oh my God, yeah. Even for me, that'd be like, oh, maybe I'm crossing the line here. You know, I do a lot for comedy, but. but but, uh, yeah. So talk about this, this, yeah. uh, this punishment, right? Yeah. Well, quite simply, a lot of old women are cunts. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great because you know you went through this long thing about how they're yeah. awesome, and you just you know okay. set it up, knock <laughs> it down, chief. No, That's right. how radio works, Matt. <laughs> Welcome to the team. No, no, no. Uh, it was it was terrible. It's like it was like walking a high wire. Yeah. You know, I, I don't do. I don't even. I didn't even curse yeah. until I was like like late in high school. Until you I learned was, about I mean, taxes, that right? Yeah, yeah. Like I was the kid that everyone made fun of because they would they were like say a curse, say, and I was like, no. Did you hear Sal curse this weekend, <laughs> yeah. dude? It's crazy. Um. And I didn't know that was happening. I, uh, you're referencing, in case people don't know, a punishment on the show All right. where I had to keep opening envelopes. And it was called the No Apology Gauntlet. Right. And right. it would be things that you'd immediately apologize for and not want to do, but you have to do them and not apologize. Since it is a punishment, I can't say no. Uh, you know, In the show, we say no to things, and whoever says no the most, that's how you get punished. Mm -hmm. But come punishment time, you have no options. So I, I, it started off a little easier. I had to like step on someone's shoe and not say sorry, which was hard. Yeah. To step on someone's shoe and not say sorry. Yeah. <laughs> right, um, right. Uh, sneeze on someone, not say sorry. I think I had to go ugh to a baby in, in a carriage, <laughs> you know, like that. And the last oh, one was give a was finger. So much fun, I man. didn't really know how I could do it. Um, that's the other thing. There's a lot of pressure because it's we're trying to make a good show, and I don't want to do that. Right. I don't want to do it, but I have to do it because everyone's getting paid to be there, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the show has to air. 
so like we have to do it we can't just say no so i uh i got really lucky i think with the woman who passed me it was just like kismet because like she seemed from what i gather from the five seconds that i saw her and her <laughs> smirk she smirked at me after i gave her the finger okay and it, and it couldn't have been more perfect you think she might have like known she came were, across or? as a seasoned new oh. yorker with a sense of humor okay. love it you know and i and i just it was i won the lottery of <laughs> senior ladies <laughs> passerbys because right. i i couldn't do it but what i ended up doing was um I gave her the finger, but I, I just screamed as I did it because it was like so hard mm -hmm. to do, and I was like, ah! because I was like, I'm so sorry. It was like, yeah. it was like, you know, like I felt like it was like, you know, when Rambo like has to stitch his own, yeah. Like, right. I was like, just screamed, and I did it, and then she walked by, and the camera stayed on, and she just gave a little smirk, like she thought it was funny, and she kept on walking, and that helped. Because, like you said, we don't want to be mean. Yeah. Right. But, you know, right. seeing me, we, there's a little bit of a caveat because I don't want to do it. Yeah. And you see my pain through it. So it's almost not mean. It's like it's mean of the guys to yeah. me yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But I'm not being like, hey, you son, you know, like, you know, so <laughs> yeah. it's not mean to her. And it worked out. It worked out okay. But who, I think I was like, Five shades of red. I remember that because I was like, that was a tough one. Yeah, some of the punishments like seem like really, really tough. And yeah, and I know that you have this rule that like you can't not do a punishment. Yeah, otherwise there's no point. Yeah, but, I mean, has that really ever been broken? Because I, I know Mer skydiving is the one that pops in my head oh, all the time. Was, the last looked, time I talked to he you looked, guys, he like right locked himself that. in like the bathroom. Yeah, or something. he did. That was all real. Out. Yeah, everything in the he show cried. is real. We yeah, yeah, yeah. that a lot, mm -hmm. and we won't do it if it's not real. You okay. know, we're mm -hmm. purists like that, and the show is based on people's real reactions. It just yeah. doesn't work if it's not. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, you know, I guess we've done over 100 episodes now, so I guess there's over 100 punishments. Yeah, and that was the single single punishment. Where we said he didn't know, but we said going in, if he can't do it, we won't let him. Okay, and I was okay. going to take the fall, and I didn't want to do it either. Yeah, but we needed a backup contingency plan because that one was a little like, you know. And then he didn't want to do it. He 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 cried. He, he yeah, he, he was cried in tears. streams yeah. of tears. Yeah, I don't mean he welled up. Yeah, like for like thirty minutes he was sobbing. Oh my god! And we felt really bad. And we're like, look, take your time. Uh -huh. He went into the bathroom for forty five minutes. Yeah, you know we have to cut all this down. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but uh, you know he went into the bathroom for forty five minutes and he came out. He called his parents and everything. Oh, man. And he came out. and He said, "I'll do it." And then it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. He like screamed the whole way down. Yeah, because I I don't I don't see that scream until I we're editing it. Yeah. Right. we do everything. We edit it okay we, we we were like hands-on so like but up there we had already we we're already down so <laughs> yeah. i didn't see him in 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 fall in free falling <laughs> and when we put on it we were editing it and he was screaming at that like high high falsetto and his eyes were just he was crying and he was screaming <laughs> and his, his mouth was open because the, the air entered it so he couldn't shut it back and he was just like <laughs> And we we called everyone into the office. It was like forty crew members, and we had it on loop for like an hour. We just started drinking beer. How is that not your ringtone? Yeah, right, really. Because, I, because it's too much at this point. <laughs> I can't listen to that every time I phone. But that ended up being like his fear showed oh, so much. We got one of the biggest responses from that. I'm sure. sure. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's part of the challenge to evolve the show and mm -hmm. to not get too tough of a skin on ourselves. Because naturally, right. I'm better at doing this stuff than I did <laughs> when I was five years sure. ago. Of course, of course. And that, and that's that's the you know that's our challenge to keep on you know pushing ourselves to like still find that space where we are fearful or uncomfortable, and uh, and that's actually what what makes still doing the show fun. We still have fun. 
we say we'll as, we'll do it as long as we're having fun and they let us. So we still still do it. I was petrified the other day. They put tarantulas around me. I played like a zoo, uh, it was a zookeeper and stuff. We we still do it. You it's know? just automatically funny. So yeah. like everything, it's just putting you guys in any scenario at this point is just like automatically funny to me. Yeah, you thank know? you, man. I, I I'm it's... neurotic, so I'm just waiting for everyone to be like, yeah, we hate them now. <laughs> but uh, but no. everyone seemed was so kind to us that I just it's just like it really is a dream. Like we don't get a lot of hate. Well, new people are discovering this show too as, I, as I, it goes on. It's a thing, yeah. man. My, my, I remember yeah. when my dad called me like, "Oh, mom, my God, Mark, I found the greatest show yeah. ever!" Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, "Dad, you're like three seasons late." Like, what? It's <laughs> the deal. Well, I emailed what I like you about it two too. years it's ago. Like, it's like a show I watch, mm -hmm. my fiance watches, and like my parents watch, my brothers watch, and like we're all really into different things. It's and universal, it's just, man. It's, it's universal. Uh, are, it's you, a, are you surprised by how just kind of broad it is? We couldn't have known that. I yeah. think keeping it not so blue mm -hmm. and not mean. Mm -hmm. And focusing on certain aspects of the show kind of generated that we didn't expect. We didn't know what to expect. Yeah. I, honestly, after the first season, I was like, "We don't. Ha what are the other ideas?" Yeah. You know, and we just it's just amazing. And uh, that's our favorite single favorite thing is that you know we tour live too. We're mm -hmm. comedians, and we tour uh, you know a few times a month. We tour the whole country <laughs> doing stand up and stuff like that. And um, so we meet these people. We meet everyone, and we do meet and greets after the shows. And the big biggest thing is that they bring the 10 year old the 20 year old the 40 year old this and we have like four to five generations come and they're like we watch it together and it's like oh my god like it's such a it's such a um, a compliment I, I can't believe it because it's something is for everyone because we do put like some blue stuff in there but we try to make those go over the kids heads yeah. right. so like the kids like how I dance and the dad <laughs> likes you know like the, the you know the the, the boob joke yeah and right. the, you know and whatever but you know we try to keep it broad but we also try to keep it like some of our lines peculiar because I'm a comedy nerd and I, I don't I don't want to just it's broad in one sense, but then also if you hear some of the lines we do, sometimes they're very like particular. So we try to put our definitely put our own like you know sensibility in there within the broadness of it. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Uh, you you speak about being on tour, the bus tour, uh, the Where's Larry tour is always always in full swing. I feel like it's always in full <laughs> yeah. bloom. It's a tenderloin. But uh, let's talk real quick about this cruise coming back in January, right? Insane. Um, <laughs> yeah, we you have uh, a cruise, dude. I know. I know. <laughs> you have a cruise, Sal. I know. You know, I this is what I think. Motorhead has a cruise. I know. And they you do. do. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other cruises like Weezer, I think. Yeah, and no, Norwegian. I think this this company, Six Man, that we're doing it with, started this thing where they do like cruises. So there'll be like a heavy metal cruise, yeah. a classic rock mm -hmm. cruise. And some bands have their own cruise. Like we filmed an episode on a cruise ship. That was actually on the train cruise, the band train. Sure. sure. Yeah. Train has a cruise. Yeah, they have a cruise. And it's just like if you have you know, just this loyal, avid following. Of course. It might be a chance. And so we sent out a survey, and it got a resounding response. Like people want, because we play ourselves, there's no filter and everything like that, people feel that they know, they know us. There's a familiarity there. And so our fans are really loyal. Like, even when we see them on the street, there's no, it's good and bad, but there's no in between. Like, okay. someone will just come up to me. You know, punch me, hug me, eat my food, like whatever it is. But they already know my whole story. Yeah. You know, and so that kind of really brings a connection. And so we that's why I think we've been able to tour as successfully as we have. So we had this idea. And plus we're like we have a weird band kind of thing going on where it's like we're four guys, comics, not yeah. one. Mm -hmm. And I think we're better than the we're the sum of us is better than individual you know, parts. Yeah. yeah. And and we're like 
we're appealing to like the like, you know we're like middle aged guys <laughs> out of shape. I think we're very accessible. Um, and uh, and 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 so we we went to them and they did a survey and they, they thought it was good. So we we're, cruise is on sale. It's in full swing. We have um, and we did want to do the same thing. We wanted to book all people we love on it. And so we have. Um, some of my heroes, like Michael Ian Black's on the cruise. So great, right. man. Gilbert Godfrey. Michael Schwartz, if, you, if yeah. you're old school, right? Yes. <laughs> you, you must be a Stella guy. Are you a Stella, Stella guy? Stella is, like, arguably <clears throat> one of my biggest comedic influences of my life. Me too, man. So, the State, all those guys. Yeah, yeah. State, Stella. I used to go to uh, Fez, the Stella shows at Fez Underground. All, 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 we were all just talking about the Fez the other day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you have the DVDs? Do you have, have the Stella all, DVDs? I'm on the DVDs. Yeah. Oh, what's yeah, that? I'm oh, on that's right. You are. Oh, my God. No, not as a comic. I was going strictly as a fan. One of my one of my friends that was uh, with their MC. His name's Blue. He used to DJ and MC and be the house band for them. You guys hear that? Sorry, not to stop you. Oh, this might be my phone. Oh yeah. Oh, it's okay. Apologies. No, no, no. It's all good. I was just like, wow, they're getting some feedback, man. So take the mic out of your mouth. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I used to go. So, I didn't miss one, and I, and I would go as a fan and always be like, hi, it's so nice to meet you. Yeah. Uh, and everybody who's a superstar in comedy now w- would be there. Sure. Um, and uh, yeah, so he's are, on the cruise, which is unbelievable. It's great. And uh, Gilbert Godfrey. Nice. And then our friends like Steve Byrne, Owen Benjamin, Dom Herrera just signed on. Cool. Big Jay Okerson's on. Nice. Mark Norman's on. Yes. Uh, these are all my pet my buddies yeah, like, yeah. And, and so we're so lucky and we're going after a few other like big names I, but we didn't book them yet so i can't necessarily say but it's gonna be cool we got the dan band you know oh love, love the dan, dan band. band yeah they're on the lollipop yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> I got, yeah, this guy's <laughs> yes. great man yeah, yeah. they're amazing cypher yeah. cypher's the dj oh nice Cypher sounds MCing. cool yeah, you know him from the cellar yeah so yeah. it's gonna be amazing my entire family's coming i think how can yeah. i uh is there are you guys taking applications to work this thing how can i get in the mix here why don't you have to it yeah, yeah I'll, do, I'll be an MC or something. Well, unless unless you bring Ralph from the the SDR show. Yeah. You know, I know oh, Ralph. Yeah, Ralph's a good buddy. Have, of mine come, too. have him come MC. It he's for he's you. an insane person though. He's His insane. SDR show is insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and we know Jay quite well too. So yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, so yeah. It's it's an insane show, and those guys live insane lives, and I love listening to that podcast. Yeah, so. yeah. It's gonna be uh, so much fun, and I, I can't even. I don't know what this is gonna be like. Right. Like, I didn't know what the hundredth special was gonna be like till I got there, and I was like, oh my god, this is way bigger than I <laughs> imagined. And then I realized that night that it was probably the biggest moment of my career. I think because it was like live the and ratings were through yeah. the roof yeah, and, yeah. I was, Crowd and I didn't was realize till that moment yeah. and I just feel like the cruise will be another like it's like gonna be like what our own cruise like <laughs> got your own cruise are you gonna, are you gonna do punishments while on the cruise no um, some tightrope walk oh come on uh, someone's uh, walking uh, the plank you know what's happening I'm actually like I have to do a lot on the cruise like we're doing Q&A's and meet and greets and we're doing three shows of our own and we're mm-hmm. doing we're hosting karaoke contests and belly flop contests oh, okay. and, and all that other stuff like yeah. that so I'm sp- like we're all over the place and I'm like shit I want to actually enjoy the cruise because right. I want to go see all my friends perform and yeah. do all this stuff but, uh, but it'll be there's something for everyone on this thing it's going to be so much fun alright uh, last one before you go when, when was the exact moment you realized you weren't going to be a professional athlete? <laughs> oh, man. I'll tell you. Uh, I was in uh, gr- uh, grammar school, like seventh grade. And Love I the was, early ones. I love it when it's early. On the baseball team. I played organized basketball, baseball, and hockey. Okay. But I wasn't really that good, but I played. I was like average. But uh, I, I was rounding third, coming home in an important game. And uh, I dove. <laughs> I didn't know if the ball was coming or not. Everyone was screaming. You see, like hands flailing yeah. and stuff. I'm like, all right, I'm you know, I'm, I'm gonna play. I'm still gonna play 110. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I got to score. 
I figured there was gonna be a plate at the plate, and I I did a full like Ricky Henderson, like I did a full Pete Rose, Pete straight Rose, in there, straight yeah. out airborne yeah. die, <laughs> and I did it like <laughs> I'm not even exaggerating. I did it about 15 feet to it. Yes, and I thought I was gonna like I had never dove like that, <laughs> yeah, so I yeah. thought I was gonna slide in the yeah, dirt yeah. like everybody else. Yeah, yeah, and I I. I did not slide a centimeter. Like I guess the, the the dirt was a little bit like clay because it had rained, right. and I dove 15 feet early and then didn't slide. And I was laying on the ground like this, eight eight to ten feet from the plate, and I the the umpire took off his helmet and doubled over in his stomach laughing during the play. During the play. And then when we like left, you know, like they give you like chips and like a a quarter drink and you go into the car and like all the parents are like pointing at me and laughing and everything like that. I also lost a JV basketball game. Our team lost a JV basketball game 44 to nothing. And the parents taunted us too. We were we were in a Catholic youth organization basketball center and you have to shake hands and you same thing, you get these chips like that's gonna deflect any of this pain you get the chips and a grape drink and then we're going we all have to go up the steps to the same lockers again the parents coming with us and they're chanting 44 zip zip 44 zip and they're pointing and taunting us it was i was 12 So those two moments, I was like, I just pictured that uh, the scene in Major League where Wesley Willie Mays, Willie Mays, Mays, Mays. he dives too short and like yeah, flips the guy yeah. off. Yeah, no, no Capri Sun saving that situation. Run, runs, like, runs like Mays, hits like shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they said about him. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, the Capri Sun that they gave me didn't, oh, it's so yeah. didn't, didn't uh, heal those scars. Unbelievable. Those oh, it's so I could see you bouncing right now, just diving and bouncing. I just Dude, like you and I knocked it. the wind out of you. <laughs> So I couldn't. So even, you can't even be like. <laughs> I could. I couldn't like like uh, get up real quick and go for the plate. Right. I just stayed there like, and it was like bad. It was bad. Just like going oh, up and great. just straight down. It was like the, everything great. slowed down. It was like the beginning of Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> Love it. Great story, man. Thanks for telling that, Sal. Yeah. All right, the Impractical Jokers, True TV. You can check it out. They're past hundred episodes now. Tenderloins, always on tour. You can check their bus tour schedule and of course the cruise. It's available now for you to grab a ticket. You got to do it, man. It's uh, it's gonna be an amazing time. I don't know about you, Matt, but I'm getting on there. I'm sneaking. I'm I'm a stowaway <laughs> at this point. I'm a stowaway. That's coming up in January, right at the top of the year in 2016 AD. And uh, congrats on your nightly show taping. I just happened to be there that night, so it was really Thank cool. So much, man. To see you there. And as soon as you can't, as soon as they announced, because I didn't know who the panel was gonna be. Yeah. And I came out and, and they announced your name. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Like this guy's gonna eventually think I'm stalking him at some no, point. I'm like, man. but uh, this was so much fun, guys. I'll do yeah. anytime. Do it. Cool. Thank you for having me. You yeah. got it, man. Yeah. And congrats and on all success. And where can we find you on the socials? Sal Volcano? At oh, Sal Volcano? Yeah, at Sal Vol- It's just my name on everything. I You're not on Instagram. I found I, this out the other I day. I don't have one. I, I have it. It's my name. Okay. But I just was like, in the beginning, I was like, this is too much to keep up with. So I just like have like 50, my parents and oh, like, so my friends like on Instagram. Thing. Right. But I, I realized now that I, I'm there. I, social media is just forcing my hand. I have to you open it do up. It. So I'm actually going to open it up oh. this week. I actually have a note. All right, <laughs> here we go. Instagram. We'll take a photo with you. It'll be your first one. That's How's that sound? That. Sure. All right, cool. Man. We actually have a. We actually have a surprise. For yeah, we got a little surprise for oh, you yeah? here. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we're gonna open up this window over here. You're gonna be walking across <laughs> the street. <laughs> there it is. 
All right, so <laughs> you travel with that. That's amazing. A little play-by-play for you. We just busted out some Sal head uh, head pieces. You'll find them at uh, Comic Con. Yeah, these you'll find these out. at Comic Con. So make sure you show up at the <laughs> panel four fifteen, uh, New York Comic Con. We've got your head on a Hair's stick, a little shorter dude. In this, right. Or at least quaffed in this in this photo. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say it's very rounded too. It's oh, you rounded know what, guys? Off. Can I say one other thing? Yeah, yeah sure. I can't. I don't know if I can be specific just because these, these they always put like limitations on this, but we're making an announcement. And I'll just say it's for a huge, the hugest of our career, live New York show. Okay. A uh, stage show. And it's it's going to be January 30th. Nice. And that's all, I can that's say all you right can now. say? Okay. Yeah, but January it's going to be 30th. our big, like our most big, our biggest show to date. Well, you've done the Highlight and Ballroom, so it's got to be bigger than that. I'm thinking. I'm going past MSG. Theater, theater and MSG? No. Nope. MSG? Bigger than that. Blocking off the streets <laughs> of Times Time Square. Square. And they're going to use those red seats for the TKS. I think <laughs> it's one of those two, or MSG Theater. Oh, I was going to say cool. it's, it's it's a big one. Oh, Wait, Austin Square Garden. One. Yeah, like the think, Garden. Do you garden. think they're doing the Garden? Maybe, Matt. I think they're doing the Garden. Sal can't say anything, dude. I know, but we can. <laughs> they're doing the Garden. <laughs> no, all right. So January thirtieth. Lock that date on your calendar. Yeah. All right, man. Look at you. You're Fault- grinning. I'll tell grinning. you guys when we shut it off. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh my! Listen, God. just the listeners can't can't get in. We know what's up, <laughs> but at least it's on their radar. Yeah. All right, you got to come back because I've got a million more questions for you. Yeah, anytime. And uh, and uh, all right, so uh, that's that. Thanks for swinging by, and everybody at New York Comic Con, you're going there. Make sure you head uh, head to the panel, the Impractical Jokers panel, four fifteen, uh, New York Comic Con. Does anyone have the showroom number? Offhand, oh, you're thorough, man. I don't I even don't. know. Yeah. I don't even know what the Javits address. The J- J- Javits Center. Well, I got my. Uh, I got my. Yeah, I got my uh, bank routing tech. number memorized. Okay. Just to let I you know too. how I. Okay. I oh, you do. Too. Good. Yeah. Good. The panel yeah, is. Be... I got the panel. It's on the back of the. Oh, oh nice. Yeah, there you cool. Go, there you go. Four jokers, one pounder, no filter. The Javits Center, room one A ten. Four fifteen to five fifteen p.m. Can you guys call me at three forty-five and let me know when? Yeah, sure. Because I'm gonna figure. Sure, sure. I'm just gonna be roaming around the streets out there. We're gonna call you late. That's what we're gonna call you. All right, Sal. Good to see you, man. Thanks, guys. All right. We want to thank Sal, our guest, uh, right here on the Laugh Button Podcast. It was very cool for him to come uh, come by, and yeah. uh, he'll definitely be back. And yeah, uh, I'm, I'm telling you, man, I'm sneaking on that cruise. It's going to be awesome. You should. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be a stowaway. I'm going to uh, apply for a job. I don't care. It's going to be uh, an event be to, to be a part of, no we doubt about it. could be on a cruise in the middle of January. Yep. All right, uh, we're going to be running around Comic-Con. So if you're going to be at Comic-Con, be on the lookout. Uh, I'll be dressed as myself. Matt will be dressed as himself. I'll be myself meets Deadpool. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I don't know. I I used to dress up for those things. Uh, It's a lot of fun to dress up, but it's really the the last place you can do it as a grown adult. But also, here's what it comes down to, though. I have three days to get a costume together, mm-hmm. and there's people that spend years or the whole year doing their costume. Sure. There's no way my Deadpool will look as good as someone else's Deadpool. Are you so. just, I feel like you're just going to write it on a blank white T-shirt. This is my costume. It, Thinking plain white Hanes T-shirt mm-hmm. with like literally gritting and Sharpie across the chest Deadpool. Do it. That's what I think I'm doing. Do it. All right. Yeah. See you at Comic-Con, everyone. Follow us on the socials at the laugh button. At Still going away those black tickets. Yep. I am Klein Schmidt. You can follow him there. All right, everyone. Talk to you next time.